If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs. On the backs of diamond-eyed school children who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone, and prayer. Be every form of gem. See, king told scribe, scribe told son, son told wife, Wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come, dropping gem, dropping gem. Hey, welcome to the Dropping Gems podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Brown. Welcome back. Welcome back. So let's go. Today's show, we're diving into health. We talk a lot on this show about spirit, about our minds, our bodies, our souls, and the connection. And today's episode feels really, really nourishing already because we are going to talk about how to really come into integration with all those facets of our human experience. And I have a real heavy hitter on the show today, someone whose work, even without meeting them, had really informed and impacted my life and the way that I treat and experience my body. So today's special guest on the show is Dr. Will Cole, which I'm sure so many are already familiar with his work, already familiar 
by following him on Instagram, by following his work. And today we get to hear from him. Dr. Will Cole is a leading functional medicine expert who consults people around the world via webcam and locally in Pittsburgh. Named one of the top 50 functional medicine and integrative doctors in the nation, Dr. Cole specializes in clinically investigating underlying factors of chronic disease and customizing a functional medicine approach for thyroid issues, autoimmune conditions, hormonal imbalances, digestive disorders, and brain problems. He's the best-selling author of Ketotarian, The Inflammation Spectrum, and the New York Times bestseller, Intuitive Fasting, in which he shows how to use the powerful benefits of flexible intermittent fasting to gain metabolic flexibility and find food peace. Dr. Cole is also the host of the new podcast, The Art of Being Well, and has co-hosted the popular podcast, Goop Fellas Podcast, and Keto Talk. And, you know, when I think about bringing Dr. Cole on this show, something that has radically changed about my life in the last couple of years, but especially I feel like in the last 18 months, is the way that I experience my body. And something I've shared on social media quite a bit after I had my son was that intermittent fasting and also a keto diet really helped me reclaim my connection to feeling my body. Yes, I was able to lose weight from my pregnancy really effortlessly um, and in a way that felt nourishing to me. But aside from the weight loss, I have noticed such a deep love and acceptance of my body in such a new way. I've noticed such a deep connection to really being able to fully hear, understand, and also support my body's needs. Uh, And one of the things that has really changed my life is I have been able to move through so much inflammation and really restore my body to um, what feels like deep peace and deep nourishment. And so I'm excited to see how all of that has been possible and to learn all of the things from the genius that is Dr. Will Cole. Welcome to the show, Dr. Will Cole. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm excited that we're talking. It's official. It's official. And, you know, on this show, I always love to ground it with how I've connected to people. Um, And I follow you on Instagram, and we've had a little bit of exchange there, but I love your posts, and I love your books. And as I shared with the audience as we were getting going, you know, intermittent fasting is something that it changed my life. It changed the way that I relate to my body. It changed the way that I feel like it allowed me to really activate my body's intuition in such a deep way. Um, So I'm so excited to have you here. You have such incredible books, such incredible work that you've put into the world. And I'd love to ground this conversation by first starting with what exactly is functional medicine? Well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, fun- functional medicine, in there are three main points that I see it uh, and how I see it. Number one, we interpret labs using a thinner reference range. So anybody that's listening right now, they'll know they get when they get their standard labs, they go to their doctor's office, they get their number on a lab, and then they're being compared to this reference range, this X to Y interval of numbers. 
we get that reference range largely from a statistical bell curve average of the population of that specific lab. So people know, you know, think about this, who are people that are predominantly going to labs? They're sadly people with health problems. Mm. So there's a lot of people that know intuitively, there's something not right here. I don't feel good in my body. There's my body's telling me something and they go and they try to get that substantiated with labs and the labs come back quote unquote normal many times. And the doctor says, everything's fine. You're just depressed. There's an antidepressant. You're just getting older. You're just a new mom. You just need to lose weight. All of these sort of Mm. well-intentioned reasons. But what they're really in effect telling the patient is you're a lot like the other people with health issues that we're comparing you to. And comparing yourself to people with health problems is no way for you to find out how to feel your best and find out what's going on in your body. So we're looking at a thinner range within that larger reference range. That's the functional range. Where does your body function the best? Where does vibrant wellness reside? Mm. That's the functional range. So we're looking at a thinner interval within that larger reference range of optimal, not average. And then number two, we run more comprehensive labs. So we're looking at root issues like underlying gut problems or chronic infections or hormonal imbalances or the list goes on and on. It's case specific. We want to look at a health history comprehensively and then run appropriate labs, but thorough labs. We want to be comprehensive. And then we realize we're all created differently and there's not going to be a cookie cutter approach to getting healthy. And I could have a hundred people with the same diagnosis, let's say fatigue. Well, what's causing fatigue for one person is not causing it for the next person. So I want to really look at, we see these symptoms like fatigue or weight loss resistance or anxiety or different types of inflammation. We see these as check engine lights. We know the check engine Mm. light is on, but why? That's different. We want to look at the root issues and, and, and see the individual we call it bio-individuality. It's, it's the uniqueness of you. And so that's in a nutshell what functional medicine is. So wow. I started one of the first functional medicine telehealth centers in the world over a decade ago. Wow. So a lot of the things you see me posting on social media is me being talking like we're talking right now, but I do this 11 hours a day with people wow. with their labs and their health. I love it so much. It's such a sacred responsibility for me to really give people mm. answers that are trying to seek what the heck's going on. Wow. I love, I mean, the way that you even framed your work as a sacred responsibility is so powerful to me, especially as we have such, you know, we're finally starting to expand on bigger conversations on how the medical industry is not always very helpful or healing. And also in communities of color, how the medical industry is also really structured for oppression um, and has quite often killed people from a lack of looking at the total view of a human being. So when I hear you say that, I'm just like, my God, like the power in this, the power of us even seeing ourselves as we get seen by the medical community, as this Mm -hmm. is something sacred. This is our body. (laughs) This is our, this is the house of our soul. This is the, the human technology that we work with on earth to be human. And the fact Mm -hmm. that it's not seen such as a sacred responsibility, like you framing it that way, it's really powerful for me. Thanks so much. I mean, I really, tr- I, this is something I take very seriously. I have a heart for the people that are going through it because so many people are kept back from the things they were created for because of their health issues that they're, that they're experiencing right now. And so many people are delegitimized systematically. 
because they these are silent issues many times. I deal yeah. a lot with people with autoimmune problems. So on the outside, they look quote unquote normal, but they don't know. People don't know what it takes just to get through the day when you're struggling with different autoimmune issues and different inflammatory problems. So to give a voice and give answers to people that are really seeking and not getting the answers, it's something we have to do so much better in healthcare. And hopefully, you know, in, in my way, in my lane, I, I'm doing that for my patients. Wow. Wow. What's the first thing that you do when someone comes into you? Well, it's all telehealth and it's been telehealth for 12 years. So when I'm talking to them, I'm stepping into their home quite figuratively, like very much on a real energetic level, even that I'm coming into their space. And it's interesting, even though we're separated through a computer and we're not there physically together to hold space for people that are going through very heavy things is a major part of my job Um, because it's not just about getting the words meaning you're not just getting information during that it's a consultation at first right so I'm getting health history I'm really digging deep into these things that aren't really asked about I had one older gentleman tell me years ago and I still think about it he asked me all the questions we had in the questionnaire and the consultations over an hour. And he said, he said, are you in the KGB? Are you trying to get information out of me? And it's like, no, I'm not in the KGB, but I don't want to be redundant. I don't want to add to your pile of doctor's visits that you've done. I want to really do be of service to you and see what's being missed here and not be redundant or on autopilot or just being flippant with what's going on. Uh, I really want to be thoughtful and do my due diligence. So it's a lot of question asking, but it's beyond it's beyond that. The holding space part is the space in between the words. It's like, wow. okay, what's the frequency in which they're even operating with? Because there's the clinical side of things, but what's going on behind the scenes that maybe they don't even know it's ineffable. They don't even know really what's going on. So it's the science and the art of functional medicine is how I yeah. see it. But it's 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 holding both with respect. Wow. How big of a role do you see mental and emotional health playing into someone's physical health? Wow. I mean, that's a an important thing. It's something that we talk about a lot. And that even just that first consultation when I'm talking to them online, we're talking a lot about it. And I have to educate people because in the West, people like to separate mental health from physical health. But the reality is mental health is physical health. Our brain is part of our body. And there's a whole field of research actually looking at this for a long time. It's called the cytokine model of cognitive function. Cytokines are pro-inflammatory cells. So it's research looking at how inflammation, cytokines, how is inflammation impacting how our brain works? How is it impacting mental health? So Mm. mental health is one and the same with physical health. But if you're looking at this bi-directional relationship, right, our thoughts and emotions impact our physiology, meaning a stressful season of our life or a toxic relationship or unhealthy work environment or whatever is going on mentally, emotionally, that impacts your physiology. There's so much research coming out about the impact that negativity, stress, trauma has on our body, has on our inflammation levels, has on our gut health, has on our hormones, has in putting our body more in this sympathetic fight or flight stress state. But conversely, Our physiology, meaning underlying gut problems or inflammation, 
things that are going on in our body impacts our thoughts and emotions. Meaning if you have high inflammation levels, that's going to drive anxiety. If you have underlying gut problems, it's linked to triggering neurological symptoms. So there's so many, we have to look Mm. at both sides of the coin. And when we separate them as some sort of thing that's compartmentalizes just mental health, it's really one and the same with, with physical health. Oh my gosh. That, you know, I had, I had some real experiences with understanding that within my own body recently, especially in the last year. Um, like I ended a really significant relationship in my life in the last year and I saw my health dramatically improve like mm. dramatically in ways that I didn't think were possible. I'm someone that had previously suffered from chronic pain for close to 20 years and doctors could never figure out what it was. And then when I started one intermittent fasting and then also clearing my life of non-serving connections, I just saw mm. my ability to heal myself, my ability to be with myself expand yeah. truly in ways I could never fathom, Dr. Cole. Like it felt very, very much like a miracle what I have seen take place in my body. Yeah, it's powerful. If we give our body the chance to do so, to find homeostasis, I've seen people up against some really heavy things, be able to move the needle really significantly if they give their body the chance to do so. And I like how, how you even said that. It's like you intermittent fasted, but it also is like you went on a fast of certain things that weren't serving you. You're, yeah. You went on a fast of things that were impacting your physiology just as much as a food that's inflammatory. And people need to realize mm. that thoughts and emotions though, and stress and shame, that's junk food for the soul. You can clean up super, you can be super healthy, eating kale and kombucha. But if you're throwing down a big slice of stress every day, that's going to raise inflammation levels just as much as that quote unquote junk food. People need to realize that. And look, that's tougher to do because it's easy to say that food is not going to serve you. That food is going to sabotage how you want to feel. It's going to raise inflammation, impact your gut health, whatever. It's a lot harder to say this emotion or this person that's integral to your life or this situation because not everybody can leave a situation overnight and just stop it but it's that work that's the work that you really teach so eloquently about is that they have to start dealing with that because that impacts their physical health so 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 intensely God, well, like, I'm like, let's just go to church right now. Um, (laughs) That is so powerful. And I think, you know, too, and and to the point that you said, because I do want to always be connected to the fact that there there is always privilege available. So there are some relationships, there are some experiences, there are some jobs that you can't just say, all right, let me... Let's start from scratch, you know, and sometimes we do have to be in the thick of things, but even the Mm -hmm. awareness of it, the awareness of the potential effect it is having on you gives you freedom. Even if it's Mm -hmm. not a scenario you can step away from just yet, expanding yourself to the acknowledgement, to the observation of how it's affecting you. Mm-hmm. propels you forward, I think, energetically in so many ways um, and allows your body to be heard and felt in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think I, I think Eckhart Tolle said this one time. He said, you have to be, look at any given situation. He said, can you change it? Can you leave it? And if you can't do either, either change or leave it, you need to be an acceptance of it. And sometimes that acceptance is radical. It's like, 
you have to have a peace that passes all understanding because it, it seems unacceptable. But I have found that people, if they can't change it and they can't leave it, they have to be in a state of acceptance through it by still acknowledging that it's, it's, it is not something that's going to serve them long term. But if they can't leave it, I feel like if people can change the things they can change. So mm. I have people that are really in tough situations, but they deal with the things they can change. And things don't have to be perfect to start feeling better and start reclaiming their health. People need to realize that. They don't have to have it all sorted out to start feeling better and moving mm. the needle in the right direction. Because oftentimes people feel like they have to. Like they like they just have to be Martha Stewart in the kitchen and have no stress, no, nothing to worry about. Like Then my life will be good. But the reality is that's not true. You can be wherever you're at right now to at least improve the situation with with positive things even if it's even if it's little things even if not everything's perfect thank you so much for that thank you for that you know a spot but not just a spot the spot actually with the 2023 nissan frontier you know a bunch of them but the key to these great spots being able to reach them in the first place your spot is out there Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Dropping Jim. When we started the show, um, one of the things that I kind of was so excited to say right away was like, intermittent fasting changed my whole life. Uh, (laughs) And I've been really excited to talk to you about this because even before I found you on social media, I connected with your book, Ketotarian, and it's a mainstay in my house. And I have a three-year-old who I think he was just a natural born vegetarian. Like he will just never, doesn't want to taste meat, doesn't want to have anything to do with it. So I'm honoring that. Um, and so in the book, I found some really powerful recipes that I've really, that have been so nourishing, I think for myself for sure. And also for my child, but I was so excited because I started keto cause I started seeing it on Instagram and I'm like, what is this? And then I did a deep dive. Like I said, okay, I think I'm called to do this. So I spent three weeks researching it and reading books and reading, you know, background behind it. Your book was one of the game changers for me. And then when I started keto, I noticed that it really cured this lifelong issue I had with inflammation. Like I was always swollen. My face was swollen, my hands, my feet, my stomach was always swollen, even if I was barely eating and I couldn't understand it. And so I guess this is my long way of asking you, how is it that keto changed my life? Like what did it do to me actually? (laughs) I love it. Let's talk about the science of it because it's exciting. It's very exciting. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier with the physical stuff. It's like with the, the physiological stuff is how powerful small changes can, what it, the ripple effect it can have on your health, it's just small things. And ketogenic diet and intermittent fasting, both of those are really part of the same umbrella of research because the ketogenic diet is in many ways fasting mimicking. So it's mimicking the benefits of fasting while you're eating. So eating in a specific way. And with ketotarian, it's a, a, a clean ketogenic diet. That's like where I, when I made the name for the title, it's like this amalgamation, this alchemy between the best of being clean, plant forward, eating whole foods with a ketogenic approach. That's what ketotarian is. So there's vegan, vegetarian, and pescatarian a way of doing the ketogenic diet, but it's cyclical. You're not always in ketosis. Most people aren't. So a high fat, high healthy fats, moderate protein, low carbohydrate diet is what the ketogenic diet is. So it supports something called beta hydroxybutyrate. The liver produces beta hydroxybutyrate, BHB out of the liver. And it's a, what researchers call an epigenetic modulator. So epigenetics is the the influence that that the our environment can have on our genes. So it kind of it instructs genetic expression. And one of them is it works on a lot of different inflammatory pathways. So you're explaining all lowered inflammation. Inflammation is the commonality between just about every health problem under the sun. I mean, if you're looking at autoimmune conditions or metabolic issues or fatigue or anxiety or depression, there's research looking at inflammation's implication in just about every health problem. So this is a natural way 
and completely free way, meaning that you just have to be eating foods in a specific way or fasting, not eating foods in a very specific way to support this beta-hydroxybutyrate, which is known also in the research as the fourth macronutrient. So we have protein, fats, carbs, and ketone bodies. Uh, and it's a natural way to lower inflammation, increasing brain function and improve something called BDNF brain-drive neurotropic factor, actually encouraging your brain to make new neurons and improve something called neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to repair itself. And it improves mitochondrial function. It improves something called autophagy, which is cellular recycling, cellular renewal pathways. I could go on and on and on. But the I think it's eloquently put this way. I quote in the book, In Intuitive Fasting, my newest book, a guy named Paracelsus. He was one of the fathers of modern medicine. Hippocrates, the other guy, Hippocratic Oath, every doctor takes it. He used fasting for his patients in Greece thousands of years ago. But Paracelsus in Switzerland also used it. He was known as the, the Martin Luther of medicine because he was performing medicine at the time. He called fasting, which produces ketones, the physician within, which I think the state of cyclical ketosis is that. It, it's this inner doctor that allows your body to repair, renew, rebalance, and we're just catching up with antiquity, with with mm. with research, with science, with the scientific literature. I love how you said that we're just catching up with antiquity, because yeah, it's like, now we know the pathways, right? But yeah, but it's like you know, it's really the things that worked through the ages are the things that will always work. And it's like mm -hmm. you know, science and capitalism and so many different things, so so many different layers that sometimes blend together. Um, I think put all of these other quote unquote tools or resources in front of us because the bottom line is it makes money, you know, but it's not necessarily what's best for us. And I'm finding that so much of these ancient techniques and practices, you know, it's like science wants to say, oh, there's not scientific research. Well, who funded it? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Scientific research has to be funded. That's how we get it. And so it's like mm -hmm. that to me is never the leading force of how I make a choice for myself. Um, if someone's yeah. saying if there's research that backs it or not, even though there is quite a bit of research around this, what we're speaking to today. But yeah, but you're right. I mean, I, I encourage people like the same thing. Be your own N of one experiment. Now, there is science in this now, but people, like you said, they knew anecdotally for thousands of years fasting has been used around the globe for thousands of years, not because they had a double-blind placebo-controlled trial, but because they saw it improved their health. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, when we um when we're talking about when we're talking about fasting and especially, you know, it's so it's so interesting because the the fasting aspect of it is what I believe really ignited my intuition in new ways that has served me mind, body, and soul. Like fasting for me has really turned into such a, a nourishing, holistic approach to get all of me in alignment. And, you know, I think many religious belief systems, especially in Christianity, fasting is a mainstay, you know, of the belief. Like very often I'd hear friends and people say, oh, I'm fasting because I'm waiting to get, you know, deeper insight or understanding from God. And I have found that, you know, fasting, meditation, prayer, it has, it has such a gorgeous balance coming together in the clarity that I feel in my brain, um, in the spaciousness I feel in my body. And also I feel like I'm more deeply fed, you know, that when I am eating, it's in a way that is far more serving to myself and my body. And, 
Intermittent fasting makes me, honestly, I feel like a completely different creature entirely now, <laughs> almost like a superhero sometimes. So I'm just curious, why? How is this working in me? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's beautiful. And that's why I called the book Intuitive Fasting, because yeah. I wanted to reclaim intermittent fasting from and take it back in, in my own way, like for me and my people and pe my patients and the things that I, this is a concept that I've talked about with patients for a long time. But I wanted to reclaim intermittent fasting from diet culture and just diet culture and, and also take guy culture, diet culture and, ex and educate them from a functional medicine standpoint and just a more mindful standpoint that fasting is way beyond this zeitgeist bubble that fasting is having in our culture right now. It's lived on for thousands of years. And even when the zeitgeist pop culture bubble burst, it will still live on because it's just something that's just part of our DNA. Humans fasted for a long period of time. So it, uh, there's a lot of things going on here and it's so tied into the ketogenic diet. And that's why I recommend a cyclical, clean ketogenic diet with intermittent fasting. I don't advocate someone to fast their way out of a poor diet. So by bringing these together, it mm. amplifies the benefits of both. And it's just a powerful tool. And fasting, researchers estimate that our genetics haven't changed in 10,000 years, that our world has changed so much. It doesn't take much of a look around to see how much our world has changed just in a generation or two, let alone in 10,000 years, our world has changed very much in a very dramatic period of, a short, very short period of time, very dramatically. So it's what researchers call a genetic epigenetic mismatch or an evolutionary mismatch that our DNA is living in this brave new world, eating things that, that we've never eaten before, eating not just what we're eating, but how much we're eating and when we're eating has changed so much. Mm. And exposure to environmental toxins and chronic stressors and technology, all that stuff really can trigger genetic predispositions that have laid dormant for 10,000 years, but are being triggered and awoken like never before in human history because of this onslaught of epigenetic stressors. So that's what wow. fasting really does. It kind of takes us closer to our roots. It kind of decreases that chasm just a little bit between genetics and epigenetics. And our body's like, I'll take whatever I can get, even like 16 hour fast. Thank you. Like I'll move a little bit closer to where I came from. Wow. Thank you. And it's like a little little uh, siesta in a way for your body to kind of get back to where it came from. And it's that inner physician that Paracelsus said thousands of years ago. So mm. it's tapping into this beta hydroxybutyrate. It's tapping into this inner physician. It's doing amazing things systemically throughout your body, just cascades of healing throughout your body. So that's what intermittent fasting does. Wow. Wow. How did you find your work in this way? Well, I was... In hindsight, I was a very weird kid. I look back and I think, man, my son's 15 years old. I was a strange kid, like seeing myself like through <laughs> what he's doing. Like my, my first job was at the finish line selling shoes at the mall where I'm from in Western Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh. That's a pretty cool job for a young guy. It was. It was. It was cool. I got a discount on shoes. Yeah. Was, get all the gear. <laughs> <laughs> so that's – I use my paycheck – at finish line to go to the health food store co-op in my small town to like buy the latest like adaptogenic herbs. And it was, wow. I was biohacking before biohacking was a thing to like see how food and natural medicines and fasting was part of that. 
how would this impact how I felt? So that was just a passion, personal passion of mine. And then it evolved to me wanting to be formally trained in this. So I went to an integrative medicine school and, you know, the rest is, you know, what I do. I graduated knowing I wanted to do telehealth. It's not that I, the telehealth wasn't even a thing 12 years ago. It was called, no. we called it, we, we didn't have a name for it. We called it a virtual functional medicine clinic because that's kind of what it was. But then later on, the term was, you know, telehealth. But I, I've spent my entire career talking to people with, uh, via webcam like this. And it's just, I have a family history of autoimmunity. And it's uh, that specifically was a very much a personal passion of mine. So it was all born out of that. The weird health wow. nerd kid kind of evolved from there. That's so cool. And I think especially I, I was at a retreat many years ago in Sedona and it was a retreat about physical healing and it was mostly doctors at the retreat. I was probably one of the only one because they were getting like extended. Um, I don't know what it's called. Extra learning credits that, you need, yeah. you know, every yeah. year to keep mm -hmm. up with continuing education. Yeah. Yes. Continuing education. And I remember one of the doctors that I sat next to for this for this weekend was um, he was a heart surgeon and he was there and he was saying how he had to keep it a secret that he was at this spiritual health retreat because mm -hmm. his community would not accept him. And, and I, I was so in, I was so curious about that. And I said, you know, well, why, what brings you here? And he was like, because we're dying. He was like, my colleagues are dying left and right. Like all the doctors I work with, we have such poor health, smoking, drinking, you know? Um, and it, it, that was just so fascinating to me that it's like health is healing, yet the disconnect from doctors being able to care for themselves. And then also, all of the the larger understanding of the body and the soul, how that's not even in in all of the education that is required yeah. to be a doctor. That's not a part of it. And that was so striking to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It's I, I I quoted or cited a study in my second book, the book before intuitive fasting. It's called The Inflammation Spectrum. And I cited a study in, in a medical journal that showed that the majority of medical students would once they're, you know, towards the end of their, their career or their, their student career is that they would fail a basic nutrition test. Most conventional doctors would fail a basic nutrition test. But yet look wow. at the statistics. It's like the majority of health problems we face as a society is largely lifestyle driven. So why isn't this being taught? You know, why isn't yeah. this being talked about? Not even just not being taught. Why is this being discouraged from people asking questions or right. wanting to have agency over their health? Why is this? So I think there's a lot of reasons for that probably, but I, I, my job here is to say like, let's empower the person that we're talking to, whether it's my patient or it's people listening to this podcast is to um, really ask questions and find out what's going on for their health because you're not going to get it largely from the mainstream system. You're going to get those pockets of amazing physicians. And actually, most of my colleagues in functional medicine are conventionally trained. They're, they're mm. being trained through the Institute for Functional Medicine. The Cleveland Clinic has a functional medicine center. We're all trained through IFM. So there are amazing physicians that are conventionally trained. But by and large, they are small pockets within a big monolithic system that is not going to be talking about these things. 
Wow. Yeah. The monolithic system really stuck out. Yeah. Cause it is, yeah. it's a, it's such a vast system. And, you know, I think that's the, that's the thing that all of us just have to make more peace with is that every, everything, everything has its layers to it. You have your good, yeah. your mediocre, your bad, right. but yeah. I mean, the good thing is we have statistically one of the best emergency care systems in the world, but how we're dealing with chronic health care, mm. how we're dealing with mental health, that's the problem. Because I, we can all, we should all be commending the good things. But just because we have good things with emergency care and life-saving surgeries and things in that realm, that's all amazing. But what are we doing with everybody with chronic health problems? So that's a lot of people. Um, so that that's what I'm trying to empower people to do and realizing that if you change the hearts and minds of the individual, if you do start a grassroots thing, and honestly think with the advent of podcasts and the democratization of information like this and articles and the blogosphere and us talking about this for as long as we, for the past 12 years or so, I think that's what has brought integrative medicine sections within mainstream institutions. Like when we started out, there was no Cleveland Clinic Functional Medicine Center. And now there's integrative yeah. medicine sections within mainstream institutions. I really believe in part it's due to the people wanting wanting information and wanting options and choice with their healthcare. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything in, in your field that you're excited about right now? I, right now, personally, um, like I'm consulting patients 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., 6.30, 7 p.m., like all day long uh, throughout the day. What is exciting to me is the what we're do most of my patients are private one-on-one -on -one telehealth like this we're talking one-on-one -on -one. but we started this group model which is really exciting for me because if you have you know 50 people in a virtual room and i can talk to everybody 50 at the same time that versus doing 50 hours individually wow i'm able to really help a lot more people and also it gives people a community where they are very isolated because maybe their family and friends don't get it. Like they don't know yeah. what chronic fatigue, they don't know what it's like. They don't know what autoimmunity is like. They don't know what panic attacks are like. And that to provide not only me being able to reach more people in a, in a 10 hour, 11 hour day, but also it's this amazing community and it makes it more accessible for people. You talked about privilege and accessibility. We're excited for those two reasons, like we're able to help more people, we're able to create a community, but also enables us to make this more accessible and more affordable to people as well. So I'm excited about that model too. Wow. I'm excited about that. Sign me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so last, last piece that I would love to ask for anyone that is really feeling themselves kind of perking up to hearing this conversation. Maybe this is taking you into a new pathway in your mind and heart and the options are starting to expand for you. Rebalancing, replenishing, restoring. What are some ways to start doing that? To start kind of coming into this functional medicine approach, this more holistic view of one's health. What mm -hmm. are some ways or some, maybe some things someone could do each day, some questions to start asking? Yeah, thank you. That's a great question. So here, a few things. Going back to that earlier statement of intuitive fasting, that concept is I created that book and that concept for people outside of my clinic for them just just read to use fasting as a medicine, but also as a, as a meditation. So mm. I think that that is what fully 
and fasting can be used. Like it's one thing to talk about the clinical nutrition, the science of it, what's it doing for your health? What's it, like, what's the physiological health benefits of it? That's using fasting as a medicine. We talk about that, but let's not leave it like that. And I think that it's so much richer, so much exponentially more powerful when you use fasting, how our ancestors used it. And no matter where you came from, no matter where, what your heritage looks like, fasting has been used for not just health benefits by early doctors, but also used for spiritual benefit, benefits, for mindfulness benefits. So I brought in the book, I brought this concept called metaphysical meals, which is basically just what our ancestors would just call stillness or prayer or meditation. It's, it's using these things that calm the noise because there's physiological noise going on in our body in the form of chronic inflammation, hormonal imbalance, underlying gut problems. This is a uh, this analogy that I use of like you, how we see climate change going on in our world, we're seeing physiological climate change in the form of chronic inflammation in the human body. That's wow. proverbial imbalance going on. And we're part of nature, one and the same. So we're just like a physiological manifestation of what we're part of. And what I want people to realize is that there's also a lot of mental, emotional noise. I mean, all you have to do is look at social media and the sort of endless vortex of noise and a lot of it is negative like what you and I are trying to do and you do so great is just create some pockets of light within mm -hmm. a toxic tribal environment and I feel like the concept that I talked about in intuitive fasting is really that resetting calming the physiological noise in the form of calming inflammation but also if you use it as a meditation it's also calming that mental emotional noise too. And that's the best healing. Mm -hmm. So I think that people bring acts of stillness in their life, bring some intermittent faxing that's flexible in their life. And I put together a four-week protocol in the book. So it's very light, very flexible, very checking in with your body throughout all of this because we are all different. And some, fast, some people need fat, more fasting, some people need less. And I would say a third thing would be bring in nourishing things for your gut. So a lot of soups and stews, I think, are really needed in our world as far as food is concerned. Because ah. many people, their gut is so unhealthy. And then they think, I just got to load up on like all these vegetables. I'm going to have tons of like salads. And I, like that's like personification. That's the, the quintessential meal is like a big old salad. But a lot of raw vegetables can be really difficult to digest. So oh. if you need to meet your gut where it's at. So having lots of soups and stews, which again, this is nothing new. Ancestrally, people would have done this for a long time having soups and stews. So we need to just give our gut a break, almost pre-digest it for our gut in a way by cooking it down, having lots of soups and stews to allow our body to digest it more easily and stress because digestion requires a lot of energy. So if you give your body a bit of a break. So if, if people just did that, like bring more meditation, stillness in their life, maybe even during a fast, I think it'd be exponentially more powerful. And wow. third, some soups and stews, man, the world would be a better place <laughs> with just those three things. Wow. 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 Yes. Oh, thank you for the tools. <laughs> 
Dr. Wilkel, so grateful for your time. I know you are just exceedingly busy in the way that you are serving the world. So I am so grateful for your time, so grateful for your three books, Ketotarian, The Inflammation Spectrum, and your latest, Intuitive Fasting, which is in stores and available now. And you have an incredible podcast, The Art of Being Well, um, that is constantly giving so much deep information. Um, and so I just, I hope everyone floods the Dr. Will Cole's page and also do his podcast because, you know, my show is centered around making higher consciousness really applicable to the daily life um, and finding a path of grace, of ease and surrender. But a huge piece about doing that, everyone listening, is really caring about your body. You have to care about how you work inside, how you feel inside. Your internal life is, dare I say, even more important than your external life. So I hope you connect to this deep work. And Dr. Will Cole, I'm so grateful. Cannot wait to connect again in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Big, 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 big thank you to Dr. Will Cole for blessing us with some of his time coming on this show. You can connect with him in so many ways. I already shared, but write this down if you haven't. His books, cop them, get them. Amazon Prime, let's go. Ketotarian, The Inflammation Spectrum, and the latest bestseller, Intuitive Fasting. Really, really powerful tools for your toolbox, especially if you're exploring ways to make those deeper connections with mind, body, and soul. And Create for yourself a lifestyle that feels worthy of the calling on your life. So you connect with Dr. Will Cole through his books, through his YouTube videos, through his podcasts, and definitely through his Instagram. We are so grateful. Cannot wait to talk and catch you next week. If you get a chance, go ahead and share this with a friend. Leave a five-star review. Leave a little write-up. Thank you so much for joining us here on Dropping Gems. Love you guys. Big love. love. Namaste. Namaste. Hey, find me on social. Let's connect at Debbie Brown. That's Twitter and Instagram or go to my website, DebbieBrown.com. And if you're listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and send this episode to a friend. Dropping Gems is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. It's produced by Jack Cleese and me, Debbie Brown. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.